My first rifle was a 243. Papa gave daddy and daddy gave to me. Here we are, another episode of All American Wing Shooting Podcast, and I have a one of a kind guest today, Miss Trixie <laughs> from Georgia. She is one of my bird dog girls, and I'm so excited to have you on here. Hey, how are you, Anna B? I haven't seen you in so long. I know, I miss you. I miss you too. And we've been talking about doing this. I wanted to have you on an Instagram live. I've wanted to do something just because every day I'm on these podcasts talking with trainers or fundraising people, somebody that's in conservation. And we talk about people like you. And I've never had that person on here to have their perspective told. And you are like the, um, av- like just, the all-American Southern lady, right? You just, you had this really cool career in the medical field and you fell in love with hunting. Yeah. As an adult. I, um, yeah, it was as I, in high school. So started in high school and my best friend in high school dated a guy whose family had a hunting preserve. So when we wanted to have fun, because there's not much to do in South Georgia in the middle of nowhere, we would go and we would shoot skeet or sporting clays and go hunt quail. And um, I did that for probably five or six, seven years as I was very young. And um, I would do it intermittently, you know, a little while. But then when I came, moved up to North Georgia 12 years ago, I probably hadn't fired a shotgun. Whew probably 20, 25 years. So it was probably, I was probably about 25, 28 when I, when I hunted the last time before I came up here. But you never forgot it. You're never. so fired up. I'll never forget the, when we first got to talk. You were just so <laughs> fired up. And so you just met a guy, you know, dating yeah. the wrong guy, but got you back into bird hunting. So it, it did. I knew I wanted to, and you know, I, I, I just, I hadn't really thought that seriously about it. And um, I had a guy ask me out and I wasn't sure I wanted to go out with him. And he said, how about we go out on our first day and uh, shoot sporting clays? And he knew me. He obviously knew me well enough. And I said, <laughs> okay, <laughs> absolutely. I'll be, I'll be there. So we went over uh, to the um, hunt club over at one. Uh, we shot sporting clays and I was immediately rehooked. It was crazy. He said, uh, he didn't believe I was, I was busting clays pretty good. And um, he said, there's no way you haven't done this in 25 years. I'm like, well, I haven't done it in 25 years, but um, I was hooked for sure. Okay. So we have a mutual friend in um, Cleveland. And our little, our little town of Cleveland is so special. If you go through North Georgia, stop there, eat at Clyde's. Um, Ward Gann owns the cutest little mountain um, restaurant that's all about his bird dog. He's got a setter named Clyde and everything in there is, is, is bird dog decorated and True. like an old hunting cabin. And um, <clears throat> so she said, well, I've got this crazy friend works in the ER with me and she just wants to get into bird dogs. Can you do something with her? I'm like, heck yeah, send her all way. I can't wait. <laughs> and she didn't warn me that you were a bigger firecracker than I was. 
<laughs> and so I, I texted her back. I said, I talked to Trixie and you didn't. You didn't tell me she was, she's wild thing. And she said, yeah, she's a handful. And I tell you what, I'm, I've just loved you from the first second. I, I have one regret that we haven't been able to do this together. But yeah. the thing that has been that. so inspiring to me about you is you had a lab at that time mm-hmm. that was your first, like your first bird dog, we'll say. And it was just such the common mistake. We've all made it. Whether we had a dog that was way too much for us to handle or a dog that didn't have enough potential mm-hmm. of what our goals were um, mm-hmm. as a first dog because you just don't know. And so you trusted me with this dog. And boy, she hated yeah. me. <laughs> she hated me so much. And we spent so much time together. She was great in the house. She was great as a companion dog. But she just yeah. didn't want to be a bird dog. And um, no. She did not. And so I knew that I knew your heart because like we're the same. And I just wanted I wanted you to be able to do whatever you wanted to do. And so I got a call one day from Clay Moose. Mm-hmm. And bird bird dog people that run tournaments is gonna know Clay Moose because he's pretty iconic in the South. He's UFTA yeah. president for forever. He's trained so many dogs. And he's I don't know, I guess he's done it for 30 years. And um texted me one day and said that he wanted to find forever homes for the dogs that have um that needed retiring and you don't want your dogs that you can't keep running to just sit in a kennel right and um and she's lived in the house with him and rode around in the truck and everything and i honestly never thought she would have been on that list but i immediately thought of you and you saying gosh i just want to get out there i just want to get out there so, so I, you hooked us up. I yeah, did. You, you hooked me up with Clay, and um, I went drove up to almost Virginia to Stoneville. I felt so bad. And I'm like, here, go to my friend's house. He's a complete and utter stranger, and he's going to pair you up with a dog that I promise you can trust him. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, it was so it was, cool how you I'm trusted just crazy me. Enough to do it though, Anna B. Yeah, I know. So I, I, I know. Go, I'm going up there, straight a man I don't know, but of course he's awesome and the greatest gentleman ever, um, and. Uh, spend the night. We get up in the morning, and we he gets around. We hunt with her, and uh, of course, you know, I fell in love immediately. But I didn't say anything, and um, you know, he's not a, Clay's not a man of a bunch of words. You know, he, <laughs> does, he 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 will talk to you, but when he's out there, he's thinking. And I, I didn't know what he was thinking, and so we hunted up, and um, we came back in, and I said, well, you know, basically, I was getting interviewed for the for the position is but you didn't know that this had been his baby no no I absolutely didn't know. yeah but I, now I look back on it and so um I said well what do you think and he looked at me and he said um she's gonna be your baby I said oh she's probably gonna sleep in the bed with me unfortunately I mean I'm not even a dog in the bed person but probably that's what's gonna happen I said but I do want a hunter and so um he actually was things didn't work out, but he was still going to take her to nationals um, last March. And so he, I said, I'll keep her in shape and I'll hunt her and then you can take her. We, I'll bring her to you. And um, he said, okay. And she jumped in the Bronco and there we went. All right, back and, to Georgia. Uh, stay in touch. You know, he, she's, you know, if you could see her right now, she's curled up on her, you know, dog bed laying beside me in my office. So. Well, it 
it's hard for me to put into words because cause you're being on your best behavior right now. Lord, usually she's <laughs> she's a firecracker and we're, we would have to be bleeping out words with Miss Trixie here. But <laughs> true, I'm trying to be good. See, well, you don't have to be not on here. <laughs> but what happened was I texted you. And I, don't, I was on the road. I don't even remember where I was. Yeah, and yeah. I said. I don't know if you've ever considered a pointer. I don't know if you have that experience yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you did. But I no, wish. I never had pointers. I'd have had Britney's. Um, I'd have had um, a pointer pointer a, a long time ago. Uh, English pointer. Um, and uh, a setter. I want to, and one setter, but no. No, no short hair. USPs or, or wire hair. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, because cause I had worked with Stella for like five months and I was like, man, she's yeah. on that retriever train and I don't blame her, but I could make sure that you had the dog. And that was something I wish somebody had told me when I first started and I was as independent as you are. The best thing to do is get a dog that can teach you your job instead and of me trying to figure out my job and trying to figure out the dog's that. job, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. And so Absolutely. it just thrilled me to death when you told me which dog I said, holy smokes, she's like, yeah, uh, that was pretty, that she's was won nationals funny. like three that times. That was pretty damn funny, yeah. I, I came back and uh, I, if I remember correctly, I think about it, I let her out and you looked and you went, is that rumor? And I said, yeah. And you go, holy smokes. <laughs> He gave you, he gave you rumor. Do you know? And he looked at me and he goes, do you know what you have? And I said, well, sort of, but not really. She goes, unbelievable. 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 I was so jealous. I'm like, my God, if I'd known he was giving away rumor, I'd have took her myself. (laughs) (laughs) So the cool thing about all this, and and I just want to hear like what's happened because you took her. And there's this place in North Georgia where if you ever hunt preserves or if you do a tower shoot, you've been there. And um, mm-hmm. so South Fork, those guys have just treated me as one of the clans since they opened. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that they would take you under their wing, that you would have everything you needed, that they would give you independence. They'd let you do your own thing. But if you needed help, they knew what to do and they would be there for you. Perfect. Oh. Yes. So um, I, I joined the club. First thing I did is join. I, I've been there a couple of times with guided uh, hunts and um, I knew I liked it. And so I, I joined up and um, told them what I was going to be doing. And they kind of looked at me side eyed just a little bit. Um, so the first time I took her, we only put, I think, I don't know, I think we put 12 birds out or something, not much, because I said, I don't want to do much. And I was worried I was going to mess her up. And Clay kept telling me, you're, you're not going to mess her up. She's good. And um, they put me in the farm field, which is just a straight rectangular field with the rows, you know, no, nothing, nothing intricate, just a straight farm field. And um, they scrambled the birds a little bit. And um, we came back with eight. Out of 10. And, um, out of 12. Eight out of 12. Uh-huh. And I just missed them. She found them all. But... I had never, this is the first time I'd ever flushed my own bird. Yeah. I'd always had somebody else flush them or a dog flush. Yeah. So that was the first time I had ever flushed my own birds. And it was, um, you know, it was awesome. It was freaking believable, unbelievable. I mean, and the amount, I had actually my phone in my pocket at one point and I thought I had turned the video off and I left it on. I have to show you this. And you can hear me talking to her. 
And you could hear me talking to her, then you hear quiet, and then you hear me shoot. And then you hear me talk. She comes back, and I'm telling her what a good girl. I never realized how much I talked to her. But (laughs) um, So I came back, and I had eight birds, and they kind of looked at me and said, okay. And so I would go every couple of weeks, and they put out a few more birds. And about the fourth time I went, third time I went, I said, okay, don't scramble them so much. Mm -hmm. Let, leave them be. I, I, we'll find them. And uh, we usually find, you know, all but a, few, a couple. Um, she finds them all. I might miss a couple. <laughs> but yeah, um, but she, uh, she's small, you know, she, rumors for GSP, everybody loves her because she's 40 pounds. Yeah, that's all mine are. I love those small dogs. You got the perfect dog because you um, take her yeah. everywhere too. Oh, it's awesome. And But the guys, they really quickly just you know because i'll just shoot the shit and you know tease them and joke with them and um there's nothing more fun than than coming back to their clubhouse and drinking beer on the tailgate with all their guys oh my gosh i just love it so much i miss that place they give me so much and you know i mean i'm usually i don't i've never the only time i've ever had another woman out there was at a tower shoot um i think i'm the only woman that brings her own dog Probably. Other than like you. Yeah. Yeah. Other than you. Yes. And um, so they love me now. Miss Trixie. I I miss Trixie. So when I show up, they know what I want. They, they expect me to do well. And they, and uh, you know, Rob, some of the older guys have really been very helpful. You know, I was worried about, you know, if a bird gets up and I shoot at it, but I don't kill it. And, you know, she goes after it, you know, just certain things that I did not remember about what I should and should not do with her. Right. So they've been very helpful with all that. You know, I always, I always have clay to go to, but they're just awesome. They're very encouraging. Um, And of course they love her. So we have a great time. And I've, and I've, I've hunted until I went to three pheasant uh, uh, tower shoots. Oh God, those are a heck of a time there. Yes. Went to the kitchen sink. The kitchen sink um, is the best. They not have the best shrimp bowls ever. Oh, so good. Uh, crawfish. We had crawfish. And so, um, you know, I'm out there with like six, sometimes about 60 men yeah. and me shooting. And um, so when they when they put the hot spotlight on me, I'm damn well not going to miss. And, you know, <laughs> Matt would come by and he'd say, okay, we're going to see how this, how this, how this chick can shoot. And um, I've never, sh- I've never shot pheasant before. This was the first time I shot pheasant. And they're so erratic, you know, a quail, quail typically flies kind of the same way. And, you know, pheasant. Well, the problem is that it's coming out of a tower. It gets tossed and then it's just gone. But but some of them hover, some of them just go past like they would in the wild. Some of them are slow. It's just crazy. But he'd say, all right, he goes, he'd stand behind me and, and on the big, you know, he's talking to everybody on the, on the PA system. And he goes, all right, now you need to take this life. And I thought if I missed this damn bird and I took it down and r- rumor went and got it. And, you know, they think it's the greatest thing. So but, let, let's explain to everybody what this tower shoot's like at, at um, South Fort, because it is unlike any other tower shoot I've ever been to. Now, for you don't know what a tower shoot is, there's a <laughs> massive tower in the middle of a field. And birds get tossed out of it. And um, there's a massive ring of people surrounding that, um, the tower in the field. 
I so, call it, I call it uh, musical chairs for bird hunters. Yes. That's what I call it. So, so they've got <laughs> trash cans at everyone so we can throw our shells in there, and they're all numbered. So at the meeting before we, we go to the field, they, they tell you what number your station is. And that's where you start. And then, <clears throat> so you rotate stations every, like, 10 birds. They throw 10 birds, and, they, then they, and then they mm-hmm. rotate. Well, South Fork has their own unique style. Now, this is based off of a European tradition that is super fancy and usually has people loading your gun and bird boys and all this fanciness. Well, when you come to North Georgia, it turns into a um, like Willie Nelson, um, (laughs) Hank Williams Jr., Leonard Skinner music fest uh, with shotguns and bird dogs. So yeah. what's hilarious is they do have Matt riding around on his golf cart, all beat up with his PA system, calling people out and making people have dance competitions as they rotate yeah. stations. And in between rotating stations and throwing birds, they play the craziest music. And it Great is just music. so much fun because you don't know everybody there. There's no way to know no. everybody there. No. But everybody's no. giving everybody heck for missing birds and everything else and yelling across the field. And it is just the time of life. And those guys have created such a cool culture there. It's right outside it really Athens. Is. It's different than anywhere I've ever been. It's it's not like a really nice, like five-star. Um, no, it's not bougie. It's not, it's not bougie. bougie. This is just Go to your backyard with your best friends, have a family get together, and show off the but dog. You know, but you know, the one thing I will, I will, I want to say about them, you know, I'm a trauma nurse by trade, ICU trauma nurse, and they are the safest. I mean, they are so safe. You know, just when you think they're easygoing mm-hmm. and they're having a good time and they want it to be a great experience, but they'll they'll switch face in just a second. If anybody does anything even close to being unsafe, you are so right. That's one reason, you know, that's another good thing about it. Because they there, are a know? younger um, crowd, and that's so cool to support these kids. They're they're younger mm-hmm. than us. Like, I mean, they couldn't be my kids, but I, they could definitely be my little brother. You know, yeah. and I've just yeah. treated them like that because um, they've just welcomed us in. And so when you got this dog, I said, okay, well, I'm not there, but I know these guys are going to take care of you. You got to go over to South yeah. Fork, and. Um, I'm just, I'm just so I, I, thrilled. I, if, you, if people don't know whether they want to hunt or not, a, a throw is a great, that's a great way to see that it get introduced. And uh, rumor, you know, she, she had not steady. She was not a steady dog. She was a time. She's time a tournament dog. dog. So this dog was a she, straight up she, tournament dog. So she ran on the she, clock. And so she didn't understand. <laughs> she didn't understand when somebody else was shooting a bird that she might not need to go get that. <laughs> so it took me, it took me, I would stand on her leather leash and she would rip it out from underneath my feet. And I'd have to go, sorry, sorry. I, I know that's not her. <laughs> she'd come back with it either way. But um, about, about third, uh, about halfway around the second throw, she got it. She got it and she understood um, but and they and everybody there was so understanding that you had a dog that needed to learn uh, a lesson completely, completely. And she got so she's so damn smart that she got where she knew when the music started. Yeah, we were supposed to move to the next bucket. And when the music stopped, she knew birds were coming. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> no joke. Well, I think that your personality and, and you love life to the fullest. You're up for any adventure, and you are perfect to own a short hair. Like absolutely, like well, you're you're perfect you to know, have her. 
I'm, I'm already, I need to talk to Clay because I don't know I'm going to want something related to her at some point. I'm, I'm already think I'm already thinking that far ahead because she is just, you know, now I know I, in a way, I, you know, I didn't have to do the puppy phase, you know, she, uh, and he, you don't was, ever have to do the puppy phase. You can make him raise a dog. Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I say, you spoiled the shit out of me now. But, but, you know, she, she's a lot of dog. You don't realize it because she's quiet and well-mannered and just the best pet mm-hmm. in the world. Companion. You put, her in, super companion. you put her in the field and she, she, she's all business. She is all business. And, you know, there was a young lab that tried to take her, we, you know, when at the throw, when you put the pheasants down after she brings them to me so they can come collect them. And there was a, about a 18 month old lab who decided he was going to come take her bird. That, that didn't go over too well. She didn't like that, but she, she just kind of, she just snarled at him. Like, I don't think you need to do that. <laughs> and he stopped. But, you know, she's, I can see though, that if without the right type of direction, you know, it's all about the direction that you guys give them, you know, that she could be a lot of dogs. I told you, you had to be the you ball see her in the field. When you see her in the field, you're like, wow. I mean, she is a bullet, you know, when she wants to be. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the year to start. I want to go out West. Meet I me on the road. Do. It's time for you to I'm meet going, me on the road. I, I, I'm just waiting on you to ask. Okay. So I, I, I know. I want to take her. I want to bring her so I'm going to drive. Yeah, you so can, I'm going to be in Alabama. I'm going to be in Mississippi. I'm coming close. So I'll just give you those okay. dates and you just show up. So, yeah, I do want to do that. But, you know, I, I, I just decided I wasn't going to wait on a man or anybody else to do what I wanted to do. I go fly fishing by myself. I, I do archery by myself. I just. Y'all, this, this woman it. is beautiful and she is successful <laughs> and she is a rock star. And I left like, I'm like. You should be my best friend. And then and then all of a sudden I left Georgia. I'm like, where has she been? We were in the same town for so long and you were sold out to your career. I and I was sold and out to, to my... June. And thank you to June. Yes, June, who's another retriever queen. And Who, she you should Yeah. She travels she, she all is, over. Uh, she's out in Montana right now. Toddling her dogs. And I'm just so grateful for these rock star women. And I tell Chad all the time, I'm like, I have the most successful, gorgeous rock star girlfriends and i don't ever get to see them because we're out too busy to live in our life but i love y'all so much well we need to you know we should maybe do like a yearly thing or something and just get everybody together that would be fun that would be fun i've got place to do it you know i'm i'm still i'm still green in theory but um it just makes me happy it just makes me happy to watch her work and and I love to cook too. I'm uh, so not you know I bring them home and we've had some great meals with uh, pheasant and quail. Um, some like it fried, some like it grilled, some like it smoked. Uh, my favorite's kind of like the mushrooms and onions thing on the on the hot grill. But oh yeah, that good. sounds good. Yep, we do a lot on the Traeger, and you know we have I haven't introduced you to this, but um. The providerlife.com has all the rubs, all the recipes, a cookbook, everything for wild game. I'll make sure you get some of that. But um, yeah, yeah I need that. it's a whole community of hunters that love just embracing the entire, I guess, full circle of the outdoor life that we love so much. And, you know, you don't have to tell your age. Just tell us the old, the, the age of your oldest daughter. 
Oh, I'll, I'll tell you my age. I don't care. <laughs> I'm 55. I'll be 56 the 30th of this month. So at the end of the month, I'll be 56. So the reason why it's so important to me is um, because you embrace something so new at your age. And yeah. and you didn't just tiptoe in it. You said, give me a dog. I won't do this. I don't care. I ain't going to wait on anybody to invite oh, me to go. I'm yeah. going to go. Even if you can't be here, I ain't even waiting on you. And Yeah, that's right. I that's love exactly that. Right. I'm going to do it half fast. That's right. I mean, it, it, it really is something that I would like more. And women, there are women that go, but they generally go with someone, you know. Um, but yeah, I... I, I was, you know, I didn't even know what gun to get. So the guy that I dated, and we're still friends, um, Boone. Boone had a <laughs> just um, call him out. Just call him out, Trixie. Boone, <laughs> Boone, he's awesome. He's a nice guy. But um, uh, he, I mean, because if it wasn't for him, really, I might not be sitting here. I mean, I think I would have eventually gotten around to it, but it kind of, it kind of got me. So going. I'm grateful for and, Boone because he brought me one of my most favorite friends. That, that's right. That's right. He he is a he is a great guy. And so he had a Savage 555, which is just a, you know, just a cheap little over and under gun. And but I could tear that stuff up with it. So I thought, why am I? I asked you. Remember, I said, yep. okay, what kind of gun am I going to get? And I said, the and one you, you shoot said, the well. best. And I said, well, I shoot it pretty damn good. And you said, well, okay. So I went out and got a. Now it's uh, Stevens, right? Because Stevens mm -hmm. thought Savage. I got the same gun, um, but here's an inexperienced thing. Okay. Did it all by myself. Did the whole thing online. Had it sent to the broker. The whole the whole thing all by myself, and figured it all out. But I did not know to ask for the enhance. Well, actually, I'm glad I didn't now because I, you know, the, it doesn't eject shells. Oh, okay. Which in the field I love. Yeah. But if I'm trying to shoot at the tower and shoot fast, it's it's not, but so, I've, you know, you just, you kind of learn a little as you, you learn go as you along. go. And you were so mistake. ahead of the game just because of the way that you got your dog. Like, I, yeah. I'm just so excited because you have a dog that is going to teach you light oh, years beyond the time that you've been she's, hunting. She's crazy good. She's crazy good. I mean, if she says there's she's a, a multinational champion dog. Yeah, she's crazy good. <laughs> she's the quail I mean, hunt machine. And, 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 you know, and, and with me, you know, and I, I was the first couple of times when we I was nervous and, you know, it, it, you know, she was just awesome. And she, not only does she find the bird, she finds all the extra, all the bonus birds too. So, you know, I, I tease her because I'm like, okay, now I'm a woman. You're going to have me climbing over 50,000, <laughs> you know, stumps and trees because she'll look at me like, if I found it, you better go get it. <laughs> Oh, because she's waiting on point on you to get out there to she's shoot it. No more because she finds those, you know, back in the thicket. Yeah. You know, she'll she'll get them back in in the real deep woods. Um, but she's really, really, you know. So let's talk about this part. That, Rumor huh? rumors lived in the house, like in Clay's house. Now Clay has a really cool setup for a dog trainer because yeah, he has a barn with living quarters. Yeah. So the accessibility that he has to his kennel and his indoor training um, area is so dang nice. And nice. I told you, you're going to have a great time when you go there. And he is literally in the middle of BFE, North Carolina. There's nothing there but a yes, McDonald's. For sure. But, um, and there's no cell service or anything. But I yes. knew that you would have. That was the thing. I was up there with a strange man with no cell service. <laughs> I, thought, I know, but I thought... I'm like, I'd send my 
kid to claymos for the summer. Well, I wasn't worried, you know. Yeah, I was like, I guess I do have my nine mil in my car. I'm, I'll be all right. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, because I'm like, well, I mean, where you're going, like, you're gonna have to stay there. It's too far for you to turn around and drive yeah, back yeah, home absolutely. or whatever, you know. It, so, it really was. But you needed that time with her in the field. Um, yes. experiencing like all of her right. tools. Well, he needed and, to see me too. Yeah. You know, he needed to see, you know, if he thought it was going to be a match or not. Right. And so sure. anyways, it's so funny. So this dog has been in the house, but she's only been in a hunting environment, right? Because that's all Clay yeah, does. Yeah. He has that's no it. other life. He has really like no other friends. His parents his come life. over Correct. and they embrace his lifestyle and everything. So, um, so here she comes with, I mean, <laughs> You're sitting here with like pearls on, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and rumors six, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. she's lived this life of just nothing but bird dogging. Her whole life's yeah, been bird dogging. That's all she knew. That's and all she, knew. she came to Cleveland, which is the coolest little mountain town straight out of a Hallmark movie. And you've got this dog riding in your Bronco, going all around town, hanging out at the brewery, just yeah. living life. It was really, it was almost kismet in a way because um, in my, in my bedroom, um, I have a built-in and the built-in has a uh, wrought iron front and it's not, instead of being cabinets or, or drawers, it's a dog uh, kennel. Yeah. So it, it goes through the wall to the other side. So it's in my living room and in my bedroom. So the dogs and when they're in there, it's, 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 you know, what, six by six. But they also have a dog door going to the outside. So for her to get used to being inside, because she used to growl at the television, you know, she would, you know, I've got a big, huge, you know, <laughs> big screen TV. And she'd walk in the room and look up at it like, I don't know what's happening. The only thing that Clay good. watches is either a ball game or like Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> so something would be going on. And she'd just, she'd just stop and just like, I'm not sure what's happening. But it was great because it gave her an opportunity to slowly with all that, all that interaction, mm -hmm. you know, because it's a big family and, you know, there's all the people in and out. Because so you have teenagers, her, you have teenagers yeah, with big yeah, lives. Yeah, teenagers. Yeah. And so it took her a minute before she really kind of understood it. But now, now she, she goes to everybody, everybody in Helen knows, knows her, they know, you know, they'll, they'll say, if I go out without her. Where's I go to without her. She'll say, where's rumor? I'm like, thanks. You don't want to see me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this story, and for people listening to this, like, how do I find my next dog or whatever? It's literally mm -hmm. just telling people what you want. You told mm -hmm. me with Stella, I want a bird dog that I can just go hunting on my own. And mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. you know, just by communicating that to the right people and being surrounded by the right person, it changed your life. Like, I have seen it. Like. You had so and many not, wishes. And I, and I want people to know, too, I mean, we're not talking, I mean, people think they have to spend an arm and a leg to do that. Mm -hmm. And you do not. Or you, they think you know, that a dog can't love you if you don't have it as a puppy. Right. Or it's a kennel dog or, you know, yeah. Oh, for sure. Now, Clay, I will say his dogs, like you said, they're kennel dogs, but he spends a lot of time with oh, them. Oh, God, yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're not like, they're very socialized and loved. Oh, it's, well, he are, had Dolly for a while when I was traveling and he lives on that 500 acre farm. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I text him like, how's it going? Well, I let the dogs out this morning. So he would let like room, like his dogs, oh, right. Yeah. And throw my yeah. dog in. 
he just let them roam around the whole farm and he's like well they know to come back and it would make me a nervous wreck but he's done this for so long he's setting his ways he's got his way he does things i would never do that and he's like oh dolly will be just fine she'll be back in a little while i'll send you i'll send taterbug a picture and i'm like oh my (laughs) god if if dolly doesn't come back it's your ass and you're gonna tell her you know because this is what like clay has um He's just been such a super special person in my life because I started and I was terrible. You know, like I say this all the time. I can't put into words how bad I was when I first started, but I loved it so much. And I loved the short hair life. I loved the personalities. I loved the quirkiness. I loved the handfulness. Like they're always into something and they keep life so real. And, um, and so they weren't just a dog to me and and i was in way over my head but clay was very mm-hmm. familiar with the genetics that mm-hmm. i had and what i'd gotten myself into and so um he really has just been a nurturer to me and he was so good with hallie joe so i had gone and stayed with him and just ran dogs and wanted to help him around his place and spend more time with a different trainer with different mentality and that kind of thing and sure so him and Taterbug had gone out in the field on the golf cart or the side by side to plant birds. Well, they came back yeah. and they said, and Tater was five. I've got these videos too. I need to re I need to repost them. So she she says, I'm going to nationals. I said, What? Yep. I'm going to nationals and I'm gonna run Dolly. This is a five year old with a two year old short hair. Going to nationals to run the youth nationals at UFTA. Clay said, yep, she's going. We just decided this. And you know, he's he doesn't say a whole lot, but what he's right, like, right. no, right. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Um Yeah, it's, a, it's the EF Hutton thing. When he speaks, you you're listening and he means what he's saying when he's Yeah. It. And so he's like, Yep, I'm gonna shoot four, she's run Dolly, we're going. Now, I ran BDC, so we ran with collars. UFTA, you can't run with a collar. I'm like, I got a five year old with a two year old short hair. This is a disaster. And I was the only one that done the training on Dolly. So I'm like, this is at that time, like this was years ago. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to drive <laughs> for this and pay for this. Okay. Like I would never tell them no. Right. Um, right. So we roll up in Alabama and um, she ran his lab, Mabel. She ran Rumor and she ran Dolly all in, all at nationals. And, um, and she quali- like she ended up placing the top 10 out of like 20 dogs. And I wow. I just went into mom mode. I let Clay do whatever he wanted to with her. She listened to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, she loved it as much as he did. She would yeah. Yeah. She would just, you know, stay at the dog kennel all day long. I was always scared she'd get burned out, so I'd make her go be a kid every once in a while, you know. But um Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget following them in the field, watching her run this dog with no collar, doing all the corrections. That dog bringing every bird back to hand because she loved her. And it was so cool. And so, like, I don't know. I just knew that Clay would be so good for you. It was such a great match. Oh, good. I really, I, I, I need to call him and probably go up and just get a little. Tune up? A little tune up, you know, for me. She's fine. I mean, I, I don't have to really run a collar on her at all. I, I do because I'm. It's the best insurance you could ever have for it, a bird dog. It, it's insurance. Yep. It's insurance. Exactly. Um, I do because of that, but she's, um, you know, 
she's just awesome. Look at her. She's wagging her tail. But um, Sweet rumor. So, yeah, I, I thank you very much. Oh, gosh. You have been my most favorite client because you came to me and you trusted me when I literally went against almost everything that you wanted and you went along with it. And I could only have faith that it would all work out, you know, because yeah, I walked in your shoes of just wanting to have this experience and, and do good and just love life. Um, for sure. So I'm just so grateful for this bird dog family that I have, um, that I can trust in the people because I was not there with you, you know, and that's just, it's just the special Mm -hmm. thing about this world. I never get enough of it. I think I just got off a podcast off my other one, um, 40 years to freedom talking about seasons of life. And I struggled Mm -hmm. coming out of, you know, I built this kennel. I was committed to training. You've taken care of my kennel for me when I had to leave home. And (laughs) I got you, I got you, girl. You know, and, and we have that relationship where you've seen how crazy my life can be behind closed Mm -hmm. doors because I never could say no. If a door opened and I, I wanted that experience. So, um, You know, I'm just as appreciative of you um, for holding my hand and being there when I couldn't and, and helping me because I've done it by myself. You know, my parents, my mm-hmm. dad's there. My dad is like, don't even ask me to let those dang dogs out. I don't know <laughs> nothing about that life, you know. And it's really funny that I took my dad bird hunting for his first time. I can say that, you know. And and so, and he doesn't like love, love it like I do, but he sure has an appreciation mm-hmm. for what I've accomplished. and like my life goals and stuff. But this season was really hard coming out of doing that thing every single day, pulling the trigger every single day, building a dog every single day, working with clients like you every single day to coming in to sitting in a podcast room, which is incredible, but just talking about it or living out of a suitcase, you know, you know, doing marketing and all these things. It is it has been a transition for me that wasn't as easy because from social media, you think I just live a gravy life, but there's a reality behind the scenes that people don't see. People don't see that I'm texting you saying, Holy smokes. Like Nick's got to be somewhere. I don't have any help at home. I've got 10 dogs in the kennel. Like I need help. And they like, they don't see the price that you pay. Like I was just, I had a podcast done that'll end up posting in a, in a couple of weeks with um, Bob from Lone Duck. And he, made this comment today and it's just stuck out with me because us bird doggers make so many sacrifices. We miss holidays or we miss family time with our kids because we love this passion. We're committed to conservation. Um, He said, I turned 30 living in a warehouse, wanting to become a dog trainer, just wanting to live this life. And at 30, I'm sure you're thinking, holy smokes, if I haven't made it by now, I'm probably about to have right. to give up on my dream and go get right. a job I don't like, I'm not passionate about, and know that I failed. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. say that. He didn't go into that much depth in that conversation. But you at your age, that's just the coolest thing ever to me. And I just wanted to celebrate. I want people well, I, to know I, that I really am, it's you know, so and, um, cool. You can do whatever you want. The other fun thing is uh, that oh, you'll get a tickle out of us. We hadn't really talked. We talked about this a little bit, but, you know, I'm single. So um, I'm uh, doing the dating thing. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, I tell them right up front, look, you know, I hunt. I hunt with my dog. You don't have to go with me necessarily, but it's something I'm going to do. I'm going to go fly fishing. 
I'm going to go shoot my bow. I'm going to do those things. And I'd love to find somebody to do it with me. But, you know, I, I was thinking about that, you know, the people who do a lot of other things and, and we're in the South, but a lot of people don't hunt anymore. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, I said, I, I'm not, I'm not leaving it again. I'm not going to leave it again. So I've kind of made that promise to myself. I so. love that because I went through a really, really nasty time in life with a very um, bad relationship. And that's when I found shooting sports. That's when I picked up a shotgun. That's when I got a bird dog. And I always ignore the details of that part of my conversation and mm -hmm. just say, you know, shotgunning and my shooting coach gave me a life and it gave mm -hmm. me a purpose. And I just kind mm -hmm. of ignore all the negativity behind it. Yeah. Um, but it's so true. And I did it by myself for a long time. I did it by myself and I left kids at home with my mama and then the kids got old enough to go with me. And then I started hauling kids and I'm with you. I, <laughs> I had this sweatshirt. I got one for JC and one of her girlfriends who's still really close to our family, even though they've all graduated high school. Um, it says very simply dogs before dudes. And I lived that <laughs> for so long, right? Right. So when I met right. Chad and I mean, we just like instantly like knew we were supposed to be together and have blended our careers, which has been a crazy circus. Um, I retired that sweatshirt. Right. And so now I need to send it to you. You need to be wearing that dogs before dude sweatshirt. <laughs> maybe maybe no, all American Upland needs to make their own version of it. But it's well, so you know, true. Well, and no, it mean, shouldn't be that guys, way around. Like you think, think I'm not really telling the truth like I think they think I'm embellishing and um and I'll send them a couple of pictures or something you know and they're like oh 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 you're the you're the real deal I'm like well yeah what the hell are you, doing? you think I'm a poser what I said absolutely the hell not welcome to the outdoor um, industry Trixie you know um so right the funny thing well, about that so at one of the uh, at one of the um I'll tell a real quick story it's funny um Second, first time I ever went back hunting, and it was me and three men, and then the two guys. And um, we're walking into the first field. And now I was the beginner, and so they did give me the best shot every time. You know, they try to set me up for, yeah. for the best shot. And um, the first field, I think I killed four birds. And um, second field, I think I killed six. And we were walking to the third field and I'd killed, I had killed more birds, but that's because they set me up. Right. So we're walking along and all the time that we're not hunting, they're all talking about their careers and what they do and, you know, all kinds of guy stuff. And I'm just walking along and, um, we come, we come to the third field and, um, somebody shoots a bird and hits it in the right wing and they joke and they say, Oh, hell, we've got it. We've got, you know, a liberal with us because he's hit him in the right wing, you know. <laughs> and um, we got done and started leaving that. And I said, no, no, no. I knew I was hunting. I knew I was hunting with uh, with uh, Republicans. And he, and they, he said, yeah. And I said, nobody asked me what I did for a damn living. <laughs> they all stopped and they froze. And they looked at me and said, you know what? You're right. And so from then on, 
They treated me just like the guys. And I'm, and I'm, I'm conservative. It's not that I was just, no, yeah, but, yeah. but it was true that they were kind of not including me in the conversation. And, well, so and it's thought, not well, because they don't know. It's not because yeah. they wanted to exclude you. They just aren't used to it. That's exactly and correct. And I love exactly that you're walking correct. in these shoes because I'm really loud, outspoken, like, okay. let's just yeah. have a good time kind of thing. And I was raised yeah. in a family like that. I mean, my grandmother is in her 80s and still shoots, right? So I took her mm-hmm. deer hunting two years ago. She killed a buck and it's mounted on her wall and all this stuff, at, <laughs> you know, in her uh-huh. 80s. So for me, I'm not uncomfortable or in those situations because I was raised that it's normal. It was normal for us to have yeah. family gun cleaning parties. It was normal to be in a gun store just to window shop or see, right. you know, what right. was on the shelves or whatever. And and my family was also in construction. So not only am I a gun girl, I'm a power tool girl, too, because I was free labor. Yeah. I was pulling yeah. a trailer yeah. at 14. Like. Not because of anything other than that was all that my dad had and he needed help. And so mm-hmm. I just did the job. It's just the way it was. Yeah. And so um, it's been a funny thing because we hear all the time, you know, that there's all these gun girls and all this stuff. And I'm still the only female on the road. And yeah, you're yeah, still I, the only yeah, one I, in I, your circle. Yeah. We should be together. I hate it that we don't get to spend more time together. But, you know, I, I just want people to understand, like, the guys... It is odd to have girls like us there. We understand and we don't judge for it. Like we know we're kind of weird and odd well, and whatever. Now, now it's just like I'm one of the guys, really. I mean, that, now when I go, I really don't feel any different. Right. But you know? I want I the mean, women to know, too, that and and we probably have more men listen to our podcast than women. But sure. the guys are awesome. Awesome. They're they so awesome. Out at Southport, when I go to the gun store, when I go buy ammo, when I go, there are the creeps. Center. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are going to be creeps. Yeah, there, there are creeps there are, on both sides. There are the girls time. that go hunting just to find a man. Like, there are girls that well, just you know, pray I, I for walk that. I in with my big curly blonde hair, <laughs> right? You know, and you know, probably some short ass skirt or something. You know, I have my boots on, and and I don't blame them at first for kind of going, okay, is this is she for real? Real right. right. But once you start talking to them for a second, that they yeah, but there there's you. there's fakes on both sides or people that have ulterior motives or whatever on both sides. Mm-hmm. But there's still like hardcore hunting girls, and I just want like I wanted to celebrate you. I've wanted to celebrate you and your story for a long time. Because it has inspired me to say, okay, like, I do have to share these stories because there are women sitting at home that say, I wish I could have, would have, and they don't need to yeah. be saying that. All they need yeah. to find, they need yeah. they need an open door to get connected to another clay with another dog that needs somebody exactly. to love it because they're all out exactly. there. And um, so I just, I think what you've done is and so inspirational. I think more women would do it with the dog connection. I think more women oh, yeah. would do it. You, you know, yeah. I think that that would be the draw more so, you know, to have your own dog and watch your own dog work. Shooting's just kind of a sidebar sometimes. And like, you know, like you don't need the pressure of having to hit every bird. Not one person does it. The best shooters in the world don't hit every bird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hit every bird. But you hit a lot of them. <laughs> you know. Because I'm real competitive. I mean, I want to outshoot everybody. I know, I know. And so, like, that is just, it's just been a cool thing to watch you come into your own. And I saw you and I wanted to help you so bad. And I'm like, this is what, this is why I do what I do for people like you. 
Like, well, it I really, just really want has people changed to... my life. It really has changed my life. And, and, you know, um, you know, being a critical care nurse with COVID and, and I mean, I went through hell on earth for a while and, um, it really, I, I just decided really after that also to say, you know what, life, life is short and we need to live it and we need to be happy in whatever we do. And if there's something that you want to do, do it. And it's not too expensive. You can get a gun at a reasonable price. You can, you can hunt, you know, if you go to the right places, you don't have to really spend a ton of money. Now, ammo's about the, you know, ammo's yeah. different story, but. <laughs> well, that's politics. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Don't get me on that. But, um, well, that's what I say on my dating website. If you share ammo, I'll, I'll call you back. But, um, so. Oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to choke. Don't tell me you're on a dating website. Lord have mercy. Well, I'm up here in Helen. What you want me to do, baby? <laughs> but I really do, in all seriousness, I appreciate, you know, the thought that you put into um, trying to find me a dog, the work that you did with trying to work with Stella. Um, and that's just how it should be. You know, people being working together and making life better. And that's really what it's about. Well, I I loved the little season that God gave me to be a, a dog trainer. I like. Sometimes I'm like, why in the world do you take it away? And now I know, like, I just I was born to be like a connector, a people connector. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's a great. And, and I don't know what I'd do without her, but. Kind of scary how attached I'm already to it. <laughs> well, you know, it's um this dog training, dog bird dog and world that I've lived has it ha it at times it felt like such a circus and like um just rabbit trails. Like mm -hmm. just so many rabbit trails. Like mm -hmm. I felt like I was getting somewhere and then COVID hit and then that just like was all dead ends yeah. and I had to start yeah. over exactly. and then it circled me back around to the very beginning and then I was on this other track and I had this long-term goal and then that stopped and you know and it was just like when is this going to come around full circle and it is with me sitting here getting to like really celebrate the people in my life and it's like, how in the world did a bird dog do this? And Chad talks about all the time, like we'll be driving down the road or getting on an airplane or something. And he and he'll just look at me and he'll say, all because of a duck, you know, and I'm like, and, yeah. and you know, I mean, like he's here and there's like no ducks where he was raised or whatever, you know, and he's built this crazy career. And I look back at him and I'm like, all because of a psycho short hair, you know, right. And yeah, you gotta take me duck hunting too. Yeah, yeah, you're totally. We'll totally make that happen. And so it's just been well, one of these I'm, things. I'm so like, excited. God, so well, you, humbling. It's just so humbling. And you, you are know, the things perfect in life example. That I call good fails. And it's not that it's a failure. It's that you so you do something and maybe it's not for you, or you try something, or you or sometimes things just don't go the direction you wanted them to, but those are all good fails because you're learning the whole time. Mm -hmm. You're learning who you are. You're learning what's important to you, what you're good at, what you're not good at. I mean, I'm 50, I'll be 56 and I learn every day, every day, you know, how to listen more, talk less, you know, um, of course I have a mini me, my 19 year old's my mini me. So, 
I get to relive me at 19, <laughs> which is lovely. But you know, she's like, smart, and, and it's making yeah, she's that. Smart. She's driven. She's my horsewoman, you know. Yeah. But, well, we're all special. You know what? <laughs> that horse girl is going to turn into a dog girl. It happens every single time. All of my hardcore dog friends were the all horse started people. horse people. Yeah, she, she, I, th- I could see it. I could see it. But you know, it's, it's so um, funny because I haven't spent a whole lot of time with her, but I've left her a few Benjamins hidden in the kennel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's a good, she's a great kid. She's smart. She's beautiful. She's all those things, but you know, she's strong. And, um, and that's, I think that's the other thing about hunting and dogs and horses and all that as, as uh, people, not just women, but as people, when you deal with things like that, when you have to be responsible mm-hmm. and you have to be strong and you have to be, you know, you, sometimes you don't get to do everything you want to do because responsibilities. You know, yeah. And it really does grow a lot of character as well. It does. I know. I know. And I like, I'm just so grateful to this life because you're a single mom. I'm a single mom. We've we've raised our kids. Now you've got them back into the hunting world. They they know. Like they've been to the kennel with me. They've watched us work dogs. Like it's really cool to see just girls love this life. Like you're they've played with the puppies, you know. I mean, they just jumped right in and made themselves yeah. at home. And it was such a good yeah. feeling. Like, cause that's that's everything anybody ever wants that that starts a kennel is for the people that show up to use it to feel like home. And June's come there. She's brought her dogs there to oh, run yeah. dogs yeah. to get and ready like for, said, you know, for June her hunt test. You know, and so I miss that. People call me saying, hey, like, I, I need your property. I need the ponds. I need this. Like, that was such a special time of my life. Um, mm-hmm. And now, like, you're right. Like, I just have been in so many different seasons of this bird dog industry mm-hmm. um to find or just to make all the friends that all these new people that are coming in my life are going to need and it's just a really cool thing to be able to connect everybody and, and build this family and just have a community of bird doggers because you know mm-hmm. i get so caught up on the political side and that's part of my job just to share what's going on because it if, if I don't share it, you may not ever see it. And, um, right. Right. And that's just yeah, part because, of it. You know, I, 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 and I appreciate that because sometimes, especially since COVID, I kind of stick my head in the sand and just kind of stay in my little world mm-hmm. and, and do my thing, which I'm not necessarily always proud of, but I've just, it's just working for me right now. But yeah. then I need somebody like you to kind of reach out every now and then and say, Hey, by the way, just, you know, Need to, you, you might need to know X, Y, and Z. Well, I haven't you know. announced this yet, but if you follow me on Facebook, you've probably not seen me in a while because I got kicked off of Facebook. <gasps> Anna V. I know, I know. And and I don't even know how. Like, my personal account, my business account, like, I'm erased. And, and like, there's no coming back, I don't think. I mean, what they said they reviewed it. I didn't follow community standards. Um, Whatever. So... I am working on building a new platform, a website, a community where I can stay in touch with people. Like if I didn't have this podcast and Instagram decided tomorrow that I don't follow their community standards too, like I'd have no way of staying in touch with the people that I love so much and the people that inspire me to continue my job or my purpose and all my passions. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be just totally disconnected. And So when I get on my soapbox, which is probably what got me in trouble, it's because 
Like, I've been in jail before on social media. I know that they watch me. I know this is real. And it's so easy when it's not your job or you're not getting the notifications from SCI or somebody that's dealing with it on Capitol Hill. Hey, this is going through in the fine lines and, you know, it's a pushed agenda and it's hidden behind HR, whatever, whatever, you know. I'm getting that on a daily basis. And so for me, mm-hmm. like, I don't want it to just constantly be negativity in a soapbox because this is a life that we love and cherish so much. But um, it's real and I have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm being erased. So I've got to come up with a really clever way of staying in touch with my community and the people in the industry that I desire to cherish. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's very important. It really is, and especially with you traveling the way you are, you know, you you you've got to have that hub. You've got to have that hub. So yeah, You'll that's my that's my You'll next mountain. My next mountain to climb <laughs> is not getting erased. Lord have mercy. Well, Trixie has been amazing to see you on this on this computer screen right? to see rumor and just to hear the excitement in your voice and. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming into my life and encouraging me and like allowing me to feel like I fulfilled oh, something. Yeah. Like it's Always been amazing. Always be true to yourself, darling. Always be true to yourself. Yes. All right. Nobody will ever, people will love you. People will cherish you. Nobody will ever look after you like you. Oh, well, I love it. I love what you're doing in Georgia. You just take up my reins and take over North Georgia. And, and there's, <laughs> there's such a place for you. Well, let me know when we get together. All right. Well, I'm going to send you my hunting schedule and we're going to get together on the road. We may have to do a podcast number two, get you in a new environment and let you experience something else. I know rumors prepared for anything we can put in front of her. Oh, look, when you heard her, when you said her name, she picked her head up. Sweet little rumor. <laughs> she is a sweet girl. Well, thanks for taking time on a, all right, on a Georgia well, thank evening. You. Love you bunches. Mm-hmm. Call me. Grandma's in the kitchen. Some you don't understand